0: Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater.
1: And I'm his sister Caroline.
0: And today, we're watching Minute 63, which opens with Penny and her robot landing, and ending a minute later with Spider-Ham running along a pipe.
1: So I've titled this minute, All the Backstories.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we get the introductions uh or we finish penny's introduction uh and get spider ham's introduction and then we you know get their backstories and and uh have all three of them tell us their it at once (laughs) but (laughs) so penny parker and spider sp slash slash dr um, were first introduced in Edge of Spider Verse number five in the Spider Verse crossover event, and that uh, debuted uh, December of 2014. And like we had said before, she is from Earth one four five one two, which is a future Earth. Uh, it's from the future. Which, how do these Earth's times work out? Like. <laughs> Because if she's from a future Earth and Spider-Noir is from a past one and like Glenn and Peter and Miles all seem to be a kind of on the same time like was did their universes just get created like 20 years later <laughs> or are they all at the same time and they're just like year ones are at different points?
1: I think that might be what it is actually.
0: That they're universe were created at different points or that their yeah, year ones are at that different
1: they're create, points. that the year ones are
0: created at different points okay I
1: think so it th-
0: it's all like you know 2018 in all of them but it just so happens that spider noir's 1930 is equivalent is their jesus died 70 years later 80 years later
1: something than, like that. <laughs> than, our,
0: than, than this one did um
1: yeah, and maybe pennies—they never had a Jesus.
0: us uh, she gives a date. His was just a thousand years before ours. Yeah, oh,
1: oh, I guess. <laughs> well, I was gonna—I was gonna say maybe they just go by like
0: Jewish calendar. Yeah,
1: that's that's what sort of what I mean. Um, or like they kind of go a by that different calendar. <laughs> yeah, like they don't—they don't use like a, a the B C A D sort of yeah system. They use a different one, and that's why it's so
0: so much further ahead. Yeah. And, yeah, I like, yeah, P- Penny lands and does a bunch of fighting moves. Um, it's very anime. Um,
1: I love it. I also love the uh, robot's expressions. Yeah,
0: I like, they, they they do a good job of emoting the robot as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the one thing, like, a kind of half complaint I have with her, mm-hmm. uh, her just, like, character design in general is it's very different from the comics where in the comics she's she's based off of like her influence comes more from like akira and Mm -hmm. evangelion
1: yeah
0: and so this one like it it feels like they went with the more kawaii art style that westerners typically associate with anime
1: yeah i guess that's what i meant by traditional
0: yeah and so it feels very um kind of pandery or just like a let like everything else feels very um you know all of the easter eggs in here are very faithful to the
1: mm-hmm.
0: characters and like you know a lot of effort was put into it and then this one feels kind of like it feels on the surface at least like they didn't really have anybody who knew what anime was so they had to like quickly google it
1: <laughs> i don't yeah <laughs> i get that i don't think that i wonder if maybe they did and this again this is just my theory and opinion but i wonder if they did because maybe like to help really kind of uh set her apart style wise
0: yeah they they needed yeah, I, yeah they they already had the dark and broody character yes. with noir so it wouldn't have worked having the two of them
1: and the like i don't know i mean i'm sure they would have figured it out to translate it into this into the way they animated this movie but I don't know how easy it would have been to translate the Akira and how differently it would have
0: looked. You I know? mean, it wouldn't have been any harder than translating this in.
1: Good point. I, I guess more what I mean by that is more like the Akira animation style, as we said, isn't what most people think when it comes to anime Yeah. in terms of style. So I'm wondering if having put that in, if it would have really like translated well. Yeah. In, in that more three, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, the Kawaii yeah. well, style is more of a big stylistic difference.
0: I don't, like, I don't think art style-wise it, it would have been fine, but it wouldn't mm-hmm. have had the same... It, it would have almost felt, yeah, too similar to yeah. what, like, either noir or even their universe kind of feels that's, like. That's those sort are, of
1: what I'm trying to say. That the Akira yeah. would have been too similar to at least this universe, even if they, like, maybe even just brightened the colors to depart her from the... uh yeah. So that's why I think, again, that's just my idea. Maybe it is just like we just wanted to make it really easy for people who aren't as familiar with anime.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then we get Spider-Ham's introduction. I believe we had talked about all of them before when the dimensions first opened up and we got all of their Earths. We went over the different Earths, but it's uh, mm-hmm. just a reminder, he's from uh, Earth 8311. And first appeared in marvel's tales starring peter porker the spectacular spider ham in uh
1: 1983 uh, the 80s would have come up with peter Porker. <laughs> <laughs> like he is such an 80s creation to me i don't know why like of course the 80s came up with him we will get more into his voice actor next minute but i just want to point out he's voiced by john Mulaney. Who I absolutely adore, and I'll talk. I'll gush more about that next week. I just want to bring it up now because I just think, specifically when he walks up to Peter after Peter goes, this could not get any weirder. Yeah, he just says, "But it can get weirder." (laughs) I'm like, that is straight up from a John Mulaney bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and his the joke works really well. Even better if you take it that he's telling the truth. Right, and it's just like oh yeah he did just wash his hand and like that's the whole reason it's wet
1: <laughs> that's why I laughed so hard about it I'm like this is
0: yeah. again it's kind we'll of that talk like... more
1: in next minute but it just
0: yeah it's that like why didn't um why did you bring that up if you didn't do that and it's just <laughs> that kind of awkward like person who's like oh no I didn't do this and then why did you like,
1: bring anyway, it up if you didn't no do no other it? reason like why would you say that
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, it's uh I love that it was so goofy like with uh Peter Porker coming in and then they all get the spider sense.
0: Yeah, and I like Miles gets his later like yeah. he's slow <laughs> he gets <Yeah>. his <laughs> he's um, still
1: learning. He's still learning. Yeah,
0: he P- Peter's and Gwen's goes off and then, you know, a moment later Miles's goes off and they all say the you're like me.
1: Yeah, and like they each say it differently too. I like how it's not super uniform. Yeah. Like if you hear, you can actually hear um, Spider Pig's is actually quite slower than everyone else's.
0: Yeah, the only thing I didn't that feels a bit off is Mm -hmm. when they were up in the like crawlspace still, Spider's spider sense went off. Yeah. Down here on the ground now it doesn't go off. So he's really slow (laughs) and Spider doesn't. Like, <laughs> <just> isn't <laughs> able to detect other spider people when they're this close, I guess?
1: Well, he is a robot. Maybe the metal blocks some
0: stuff. Well, he was able to do it earlier. Is...
1: a good point. I don't know.
0: Malfunction. I'm
1: just going to go with robot malfunction. Yeah. And then we jump into the collage of flashbacks, as I have deemed it.
0: Yeah. And so... Yeah, one correction I want to make real quick is mm-hmm. when we were talking about Spider-Gwen's uh, introduction mm-hmm. and her cover, um, I had mentioned yeah. that <laughs> I didn't think this was a um, real cover they had done, but it was actually an alternate cover, which was why I didn't recognize it of her first issue. Um, and the it's actually kind of neat, the cover's title was Heroes Aren't Hard to Find, uh, which is like a fitting title for this movie. Right. Um, and that cover was done by uh, Jason Latour, who was the writer of Spider Wen's run, early run. He mm-hmm. might still be the writer. I don't remember. But yeah, that was uh we had we had talked about him a bit, but I didn't realize that he had done the alt cover for this, so
1: Whoopsie. small correction.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so we get the the three covers Slap down for Noir, Penny, and Spider, and Ham. Um, and one thing I noticed with these is that Spider Noir's cover is issue five for uh, to be published in November. And then Penny's is issue six in December. And Ham's is seven in January. Which <laughs> works out because Noir's is the fifth uh, intro we get. If you count like Miles as one of the pseudo-intros we have, we get... You know, the first one is Peter, mm-hmm. the second is Miles, the third is Peter B., the fourth is Gwen, fifth is Noir, sixth is Penny, and then seven is Ham.
1: I, I bet they did that. I feel like they did that on purpose.
0: Yeah, I imagine. The, yeah. And also that puts then the first issue of this quote-unquote story being published in July of the year and it then going through until June or uh, through until January. Of the following year, so it's, I mean, you know, seven issue miniseries. It's a, it's a pretty decent length. Yeah. Um, of intros, of yeah, just intros too, though. So yeah, like these are just. Um, the <laughs> yeah. So the whole arc must be a lot longer.
1: These are just the bullet points, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the prices are also pretty accurate, uh, kind of. So Spider Man Noirs cover price is ten cents, and. That was the price that Marvel's original comics came out at Mm -hmm. in 1961. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the 10 cents was still the same price that like Action Comics was published at in the late 30s. So that still sort of tracks as good pricing. And they they did similar pricing for the earlier comics they showed where the the prices matched the general year that the comic kind of would have the, the setting would have been ish. And then Spider Ham's is 75 cents, which was the price of Marvel's titles in '86 and '87.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: then Penny's, because she's from the future, um, hers costs 380 anchors. So <laughs> either. An anchor is equivalent to a penny, and it's only like $3.80, which is cheaper than what it is now. Um, so they might be living through a depression. Um, doesn't look like it, because she's got a giant robot.
1: But prices
0: have skyrocketed, and they started using um, maritime tools. As
1: <laughs> I just picture people carrying around anchors, like actual anchors. And I'm like, I don't think that's what it is, but I like to- I'm just going to picture... Giant anchors that people have to carry around to pay for things,
0: and then we get noir's uh, monologue intro uh, and two things that I really like with his bits are the gunshots that hit the fourth wall,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the the cracking of the screen is really cool um and then I really like his line about uh sometimes burning matches just to feel anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll get to that one. The things I really like about um, his is, first off, I like that how fast they are, but it's like, he drinks egg cream, not alcohol. <laughs> but it's yeah. so clearly like a bar setting. But then like they show guns and stuff, so alcohol's not okay, but guns are totally fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it did have to abide by the... The
1: comic's code. Um,
0: actually, at that time it wouldn't have. No, but...
1: Yeah, but I still just find it funny. Um... And I also just, like, the fact that he just flat out says that, like, I like fighting Nazis. Yeah. Not that he has to fight nazi- Nazis. No, that he likes fighting Nazis.
0: <laughs> a big deal at the time.
1: I know. It was just funny to me. And I'm like, that's really amusing to me for some reason. One thing we didn't point out, but I really want to point out really quick, is so they all start the same way. Is like, I was bitten by a radioactive Peter Porker's is different. Yeah. He was not bitten by a radioactive spider. He was bitten by a radioactive pig. Yeah. (laughs) Also, when he introduces his name, why is he eating a hot dog?
0: Because he's hungry.
1: But he's a pig.
0: So, could be vegan.
1: Think it's like a turkey dog or something? Like, is that a little cannibalistic? What kind of hot dog is he eating? I need to know now. I think it could be a
0: turkey dog because, you know, he's from an anamorphic um, dimension. So, I imagine it's just a vegan dog. Maybe. And it's just brown because it's... But, no, I think the, the, the thing I love about is when he says he was bitten by the radioactive pig is both Penny and uh, Noir look over at him <laughs> and are like, what, what did you just say? <laughs>
1: like, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, great joke. Going back to where we were. I just had to point those out because I love those moments.
0: Um, and, and we get a time of 1933 for... Mm-hmm noir and then thirty one forty five for penny and yeah she does like a similar jump off of the building like uh gwen does and uh peter does mm-hmm. and they all are and then spider ham does his run through the um along the pipes that the minute ends with he
1: looks, he looks like he's really struggling
0: yeah well he's small he's got little legs i
1: know i know he's got, he's got such tiny legs like yeah. you think he just swings everywhere as much as he can because his legs are so small that he can't really run that fast yeah <laughs> like he's tried running and he's like nah forget this I'm swinging he's <laughs> faster
0: yeah and then the, the the last thing I have at the minute is he works at the Daily Beagle instead of Bugle <laughs>
1: I, love, I loved the, the very quick smash cut from, like, as you mentioned, Spider-Noir's uh, line about the burning matches at the end just so you could feel something. Yeah. It's just, like, so serious and Dark Tone. And then it just smash cuts. It's like, I work for the Daily Beagle.
0: Yeah. It's I'm just so, so
1: cartoony and light hearted
0: Yeah.
1: And like, I'm working like a dog. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it might be one of my favorite smash cuts in this whole movie. So it's all I can for this minute. Do you want to move on to Penny's voice actress?
0: Yeah. So she's voiced by uh, Kimiko Glenn, who's a Japanese American uh, born in Phoenix. And she had her first big, uh, biggish role in sp- the Spring Awakening musical when she was cast as Thea for the national tour in 2008 and went on and toured around with them and then had her first like big breakout role uh TV when she was cast in Orange is the New Black and was on that through its run as Brooke Soso. And she's had some recurring roles uh, on TV shows such as uh, Bojack Horseman, uh, the reboot of DuckTales, and Voltron Legendary Defender. Obviously, she's been doing some work with Netflix, um, <laughs> she also did a, a movie with them. And also is praised for her role in the 2016 film Nerve, where she played uh, Liv, which was one of the main character's friends. Yeah, so she hasn't been active too, too long. Shorter Mm -hmm. list of credits.
1: She's killing it, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She she does a good job.
1: She's killing it. I love her take on Penny. We don't get to know Penny too much, sadly.
0: Yeah, these three characters kind of take a backseat to the three main ones. They're definitely much um, more used as just comic relief in the the second half of the film, Mm -hmm. or in the you know the second part of the film than Peter's and Gwen and and Miles's relationship uh, is focused a lot more.
1: I I do still love them, and I hope they uh, do more with them in the future. Yeah. Anything else to add?
0: No, that's all I have.
1: Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. We will be back next week. In the meantime, you can reach out to us on Twitter at, at Spiderverse SpiderVerseMin, M-I-N, or you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Spiderverse Minute. or you can shoot us an email to podcast at SpiderVerseMinute.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.
0: Bye.